Good afternoon. Welcome to Talk 1370's Ask the Experts, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. You can catch up on past episodes online at talk1370.com slash experts. And don't forget the radio.com app. Keep up with past episodes anytime, anywhere. Favorite Talk 1370 and click on Ask the Experts. Today we're going to talk about unlocking your future. Elder law and estate planning is our topic, and we're joined by attorney Terry Garrett with the Garrett Law Firm. Terry, welcome to Ask the Experts. Nice to talk with you, Casey. Let's get right into it, Terry. What is estate planning? Many people imagine that estate planning is only for the rich, for people who expect to leave a large estate, or they decide that they need a revocable living trust because they have heard that someone else has one, or they decide that because they have a small, uncomplicated family, All they need is a simple will. In fact, every one of us has an estate, large or small, and every one of us should provide for how it will be spent during our lifetime and how it will be distributed afterwards. If we do not, we cannot stand control during our lives, and after we are gone, our property will pass according to the Texas laws of inheritance, which with its legal assumptions about community property and separate property, can lead to some unanticipated results. Our property, our estate, could pass by designating beneficiaries on bank and brokerage accounts, by transfers of the home or car triggered by our death, by will, or by a revocable living trust. What exactly is a revocable living trust for those in our audience that may not may not know what that is? Well, a trust, and trusts have been around for about a thousand years, a trust is just a written arrangement in which I trust someone to invest and distribute my property as I have written in the trust agreement. A living trust is a written arrangement created while I'm alive. A revocable living trust is a written arrangement which I can change or end as long as I'm alive. It becomes irrevocable when I die. These days, not everyone needs a revocable living trust, especially in Texas. In the 1990s, when the federal estate tax exemption was only 600,000, many people did. Today, a married couple can combine their individual federal estate tax exemption of 11.58 million each, adjusted for inflation, and pass over $23 million without any federal estate tax. Texas has no estate tax. Texas has no inheritance tax. The federal estate tax exemption may drop to $5 million in the next few years. So for some people, that may be a good reason to have a revocable living trust to avoid probate and with it the federal estate tax. Avoiding probate may seem like another good reason to have a revocable living trust. In some states, it is. An October 2018 survey found that probating or proving a will and settling an estate costs, on average, $11,500 and takes about two years nationwide. But Texas has had an independent administration settling estates independent of court supervision since 1843. In central Texas, If the will is properly drafted, you can probably probate or prove it, prove it's the will of the person who died, for about one quarter of the national average. You can get into court, now being held by Zoom, here in Central Texas, about 
three weeks after your attorney files an application. And our independent administrations are really independent. After the court admits the will, finding it proven to be the will of the person who died, unless there is a dispute with creditors or beneficiaries, your executor's only other involvement with the court is to prepare an inventory for your attorney to file. Once a judge approves that inventory, as far as the court is concerned, you're done. Terry, why else might someone want a revocable living trust? There can be other reasons. If you have real estate outside of Texas, you probably want that held in trust to avoid having to probate in that other state. If you want things to pass to someone who lives in a state or a country with an inheritance tax, you probably want to avoid them having to pay that tax by using a revocable living trust which will distribute your gift to them after you are gone. If you have very unequal distributions among your children or have children or assets which you do not want people in general to know about, you may want a revocable living trust. Unlike a will, a revocable living trust need never become a public document. If you want to provide fairly specifically for how your assets should be tapped and how care should be given in your old age or if you become disabled, perhaps naming a financial advisor or employing a geriatric care manager, that too is a reason to have a revocable living trust. Now, there are many other forms of trust. These can be created separately or as part of a revocable living trust. But whether or not you have a trust, you probably need a will. A trust can only tell us what will happen to the property which the trust owns, property and accounts which you title in the name of the trust. You might forget something, get an unexpected inheritance, or win the lottery just before you die. We're visiting with attorney Terry Garrett, the Garrett Law Firm talking about the importance of estate planning and unlocking your future. Definitely want to schedule a consultation with Terry and her team. They're standing by ready to help you with your particular situation. Schedule that consultation today. You can visit them online at elderlawaustin.com. You can also give Terry a call at 512-800-2420. Again, that's 512-800-2420. And you can shoot Terry an email, info at elderlawaustin.com. Terry, it appears that it's very important that we all have a will. Well, many of us need a will. In Texas, if all you leave is your home, up to 60000 in personal possessions, and up to 75000 in other personal property, such as a car or a bank account, and do not leave a will, your heirs and two witnesses can file an affidavit of small estate, detailing your property, promising to pay all your debts, and promising to divide what is left according to the Texas laws of inheritance. Of course, your heirs, and particularly the two witnesses, who must be people who would not inherit, may not want to promise to pay all your debts. You also may leave more than this. If you do, and if you do not have a will, an heir can file an application to determine heirship the court will appoint an independent lawyer to make sure that all the heirs are present and accounted for. Two witnesses will have to testify as to your marital and family history. Then things will pass according to the Texas laws of inheritance. Now, 
These may not pass your community property or your separate real or personal property just the way you want. That is one reason to have a will. It is also cheaper to probate or prove a will than to pay for a second lawyer and for documents for two witnesses to prove who the heirs are. Obviously, there are good reasons to have a will. Is it something that I can do myself? While you can write your own will 100% in your own handwriting, most do-it-yourself or DIY wills fail because they are not entirely in the person's own handwriting or because they leave something out. Sometimes certain property or where all the property for which a beneficiary is not named should go. Sometimes a person, whether the executor or a beneficiary. And most often the date or a signature or that all-important Texas phrase, independent administration without bond. While the date is not strictly required, it can be important if it is necessary to show that you were a sound mind when you wrote the will. While your affairs need not be settled in an independent administration without bond, a dependent administration in which everything requires a court's prior approval is much more expensive. The person you name as executor may not qualify for the bond, or if he must post a bond, may not want to be your executor. Finally, witnesses must testify in court that the handwriting is indeed yours. The more we type and use computers, the harder it becomes to find witnesses who received handwritten letters from you over the years and can testify that this is indeed your handwriting. We're visiting with attorney Terry Garrett, talking about the importance of estate planning on Ask the Experts today. Terry and her team are standing by, ready to help you with whatever your particular situation requires. You can schedule a consultation at 512-800-2420. Also, a lot of resources online for you at Terry's website. That's elderlawaustin.com. And she's even ready to accept your questions by email, info at elderlawaustin.com. We're going to step aside for a couple of minutes here on Ask the Experts. We'll come back, talk about downloading wills, and a whole lot more. The topic is estate planning this afternoon with the Garrett Law Firm on Ask the Experts right here on Talk 1370. We're back after this. Keep up with news from across Austin and around the world. That's where I get all my news. Online anytime at talk1370.com. Welcome back to Ask the Experts on Talk 1370, the show all about your health, your life, your home, and so much more with our rotating cast of experts. Don't forget, you can catch up on past episodes at talk1370.com slash experts. Today, our topic is estate planning. We're visiting with attorney Terry Garrett, the Garrett Law Firm. Don't forget, you can visit them online, elderlawaustin.com. Schedule that consultation for your particular situation at 512-800-2420. Again, 512-800-2420. Terry, before the break, we were talking about whether it was a good idea or a bad idea for someone to do their own will. What about downloading a will form off the Internet? I have seen some of these, and some of them do work. There can be a problem with execution. Having you and your witnesses, the two witnesses who will not inherit, sign the will and before a notary, the self-proving affidavit. 
having you initial every page. But the real problem with these forms is that you don't know what you don't know. You don't know how to evaluate them. And believe me, they are not written by experts. Let's take three examples. First, if you want someone to be able to get into your online accounts or Facebook and you do not authorize them in your will, they are committing a federal crime if they do. This is so important now when we conduct most of our business and much of our social lives online. Second, if you want to preserve someone's need, needs-based government benefits, such as nursing home or home health care Medicaid for an elderly spouse, and we all hope that we and our spouse will be elderly when we die, your will should provide that any gift or bequest to a disabled person will pass to a special needs trust for his or her benefit. Third, if you might leave something to a child, it should be to a trust for his or her benefit. Providing for a trust in your will saves the five to $10,000 it might cost for a court-created management trust, lets you name who you want as trustee, and lets you keep the money in trust to pay for college instead of ruining someone's life with a large amount of money at age 18. So maybe it's important that I get a lawyer to draft my will. What about any other documents? Are there any other pieces of the puzzle that I might need? At the Garrett Law Firm, we provide a suite of documents to help make your executors or successor trustees easier and a 12-page step-by-step guide for that person. More importantly, we provide documents to keep you in charge. Some of these you can download for free from our website, www.elderlawaustin.com. I like the sound of free. Talk about some of these documents that are in that uh, suite of documents that you've got for download. Oh, we all like free. The first document is something you fill out at a doctor's office, the HIPAA medical information release. The reason that we give you this is that if you are in an accident or traveling and become ill, you probably won't wind up with a doctor or in a hospital which already has your HIPAA form, and you will want the doctor to be able to tell certain people what is happening. Among these people are your agent under the second free document, the medical power of attorney. Your agent needs to know what is happening. In Texas, your agent is your agent. They cannot make decisions for you. They can only speak on your behalf if you are unable to communicate. Think of your HIPAA medical information release as naming your extra eyes and ears and your medical power of attorney as naming your extra voice. You can name more than one person, but only one of them can speak for you at a time. If you are found to be in a permanent vegetative state or even with medical treatment to have no more than six months, they may not be able to speak for you. It may be too hard. That's why we provide the third free document, the Advanced Directive to Physicians and Surrogates. This trumps your medical power of attorney and lets you state what you want in advance. If you change your mind and can still communicate, you only need tell two other people. You don't need to put it in writing. Eventually, we all shuffle off this mortal coil. 
The question is what to do with it and who should be in charge. Family members often have different ideas. We don't want to see them bicker. So we provide, again, for free, an appointment for disposition of remains. All four of these documents are available at elderlawaustin.com, the website of the Garrett Law Firm. Terry, you mentioned a medical power of attorney. Is there another type of power of attorney that would be important as you plan out uh, your estate? Yes, and a very important one. You can name an agent to access your funds to pay for your care without giving up your own access to your funds and property using a durable power of attorney. In Texas, that person is required to report to you and provide a detailed accounting, including receipts, something many people miss. You can also limit that person's authority and require them to report to other people, such as your tax preparer, financial advisor, and other family members. That reminds him to keep receipts, cross his T's, and dot his I's. In addition, in Texas, if an heir, a beneficiary under your will, or someone else interested in your well-being thinks there is something untoward going on, they can ask the court to look into it. It is a crime to misapply your funds. At the Garrett Law Firm, we create customized durable powers of attorney. Casey, your estate and your needs are probably different from mine. You may have mineral rights. I have pets. You may want to allow your agent to make changes in your trust or the people you designate or on your retirement brokerage accounts. I may not. We probably both want our agent to be able to hire health care workers, redirect our mail, And my favorite, submit our tax returns. Oh, God bless those tax returns. With all of that, Terry, it sounds like both I and my estate should be in pretty good shape. Are there any other estate planning documents that are important that I should consider as I plan my future and kind of lock down my estate? Yes. You may be surprised. There's a lot we do not think about, a lot we just take for granted. First you should consider a declaration of guardian in case of need. Now, with a good medical power of attorney and a good durable, that is, financial power of attorney, there are very few circumstances in which you might need a guardian. But if you do, you want to tell the court who you think it should be. You also want to tell the court that you don't want a paid non-family caregiver or a facility or someone who works for a facility whether an assisted living facility or a nursing home. Talk about some of the situations that could cause me to need a guardian. Because a durable power of attorney does not take away your access to your own property and funds, you might, in your dotage, be spending them on sweetheart scams, giving outsized gifts to caregivers, making multiple donations to a charity which you cannot afford, or refusing to enter a nursing home when you really need that level of care. It's always a tough decision with nursing homes and no one wants to even think of going to one. No, and no one wants to face what happens to one out of three nursing home residents in a given six month period, such as medication errors, which result in temporary delusions, derangements, or dementia. 
but it does happen, and it could happen to one of us. That is why the Garrett Law Firm offers its estate planning clients a declaration for mental health treatment, which allows them to say, before anything, contact my regular physician and my family. They are the people who really know what is happening, what you are usually like, and what class of medications have never worked well for you. Yep, your family definitely, uh, no one knows you better than them. Yet as well as they may know you, they may not know what will make you comfortable at the end of life. It may be certain music, a poem, prayers. It may be last rites. It may be having your dog in bed with you. So we offer a statement for you to attach to your medical power of attorney and your advanced directive to surrogates. We want you to get what you want. Throughout life, you can stay in charge if you let people know what you want in advance. At the Garrett Law Firm, we help you do that. We focus your estate planning on you. Nothing more important than making sure that your estate planning, your future, is all locked up and set just the way you want it while you still have the ability to make those decisions. Terry Garrett and her team are standing by, ready to help you. The Garrett Law Firm, you can visit them online at elderlawaustin.com. Schedule a consultation either online there or give Terry and her team a call at 512-800-2420. Again, that's 512 512- 800-2420. You can also shoot Terry an email, info at elderlawaustin.com. And again, that website, elderlawaustin.com. Terry, that's all the time we've got today. Thanks so much for joining us on Ask the Experts. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to Ask the Experts here on Talk 1370. We're back with more after this.